Hello my little skin lovers, welcome back to another episode of the Dermal Journal. So today we are going to be talking about my favourite thing in the world, SPF sunscreen. So I know that I bang on about this all the time, but I'm going to go through today why I'm so adamant and passionate about sunscreen. So lots of questions that people have what is SPF can I still tan with it on how much do I need how often do I need to use it all these questions now sunscreen it's not only well it doesn't only just reduce the risk of skin cancers um, and sunburn but it also reduces the aging effect from the sun which is huge for especially us in Australia but Fun thing is, people forget. That's the biggest thing I get. Oh, I forget. Sometimes I'm not consistent, or you know, only if I'm going out in the sun. It's like, well, that shouldn't be your excuse to not wear sunscreen every day. Sunscreen should be a part of your skincare protocol. Without a doubt, it should be the last part of your skincare in the morning before your makeup. Without a doubt, there should never ever be, oh, I forgot, or I'm not going to put it on today. It should be first and foremost the most important part of your skincare regime. So, you know, how does sunscreen work? People ask me all the time. Now, it's pretty easy. There's two main parts to all sunscreens the active ingredient and the emulsion. So the active ingredient does the sun protection work. So these come in two categories. You've got the UV absorbers and the UV reflectors. So this is when we talk about physical and chemical sunscreen. So obviously a physical is a reflector and a chemical is an absorber. So UV absorb absorbers are chemicals that absorb the UV radiation and convert it into very low levels of heat. I mean, the heat is so low that you don't actually notice it. There may be, oh, all right, there might be a tiny portion of the people that actually will feel some level of warmth or uncomfortability in their skin. So UV absorber chemicals, so they're also called organic because they contain carbon atoms um, and they're the basis of all organic matter. It's a little bit of science there for you all. So some of these do absorb the UVB part of the spectrum. So this is the part that's known to cause the sunburn and contribute more to skin cancers. So before I go ahead, I just want you to embed this in your memory. UVA, A equals aging. UVB, B meaning burning, right? A, aging, B, burning, right? Just want to get past that before, you know, you know, we go on to any other uh, information. So Others obviously absorb the UVA part of the spectrum. So there was like a recent research, oh my God, blah, 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 research that suggests the longer 
the UVA wavelengths not only penetrate to the deeper layers of the skin, but they also contribute to the skin cancer through compromising immune response to a DNA damage. Now, I know that sounds very scientific, but I'll get into that a little bit later. So this is all going to be relevant to what I go back like when I start talking about things further on. So the reason we say that sunscreens are labeled broad spectrum, right? Broad spectrum. So if you see like SPF 50 plus broad spectrum, that's because it is going to help with UVA and UVB. So I hope that's making sense. So I just spoke about the active so obviously the emulsion means how it comes does it come in a lotion a milk a cream oil gel you know whatever is like the carrier that helps to carry the active ingredients so it's made up usually of any form of carrier and obviously these things have preservatives in them because they need to keep shelf life and that's important you know it also helps how the product binds to the skin um, and how well it actually reflects the sun or the UVA UVB. Huge, huge thing that you guys have to remember. Huge. Sunscreen is a screen. So it's not a block. It's a screen. So kind of think of it like a fly screen, you know, like air gets in, but the flies don't. So in the same way, sunscreen allows a small amount of uv into your skin but not a lot so spf which i really do hope that you all know what this means sun protection factor if you don't i'm extremely disappointed so spf is the measure of how much uv gets through the screen the higher the number, like 30 or 50 plus, the less UV passes through. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown. Okay, so this is a little bit scientific, but this is why I get a little bit passionate about SPF. So an SPF of 30, we're not even, I'm not even going to talk about 15 because there's no point. 15 is a waste of time. So don't ask me about SPF 15 because it's a joke. All right, SPF 30 allows 1 13th or 3.3% of UV to reach your skin. So this means that an SPF 30 is, is filtering a 96.7% of UV, okay? SPF 50, 98% is filtered. So only one fifteenth or two percent gets in through to your skin. So when you look at that, there is a difference. It's not a huge difference. You know, it's a one point three percent, but you know, more is better. You don't want. When I look at those numbers, you know, you might think, oh, you know, there's actually really not a big difference between a thirty and a fifty. Yeah, no, there's not. There's only literally one point three percent. But I don't want that one point three percent aging me yeah I hope that makes sense I 
I have this information, which this is how I think it's good, but sometimes it can be a bit much. And Rowan's like, oh, it's probably too much. But you know what? I am too much. So I put it in this way. So if your unprotected skin would take 10 minutes to show signs of burning, then if you are applying SPF 30 properly this would slow down the rate of the burning point where it would take 30 times longer okay or like 300 minutes spf would take 150 minutes while spf 50 would be 500 minutes so that's you know obviously you know if you extend and you stay in if you stay in the sun for 500 minutes you know it's over eight hours so obviously you would be reapplying your sunscreen and obviously you would burn but i mean people that are staying in the sun for over eight hours they really need to be reapplying every you know two hours so when it comes to people saying well you know well how should i put it on okay so looking at a skin through a microscope right so the skin is not flat so it has a series of peaks and troughs in it so putting on sunscreen around usually it's around 20 minutes before going into the sun allows the product to fill those peaks and troughs and bind properly to the skin so some sunscreens well there's a few sunscreens actually so they do recommend reapplying every two hours but another way to look at it is like painting on the wall i know these are weird analogies and you probably like laughing but this is how you got to look at it when you're putting sunscreen on so the first coat it gets a reasonable coverage you know when you do painting come on we've all painted and we all hate our lives when we're painting because painting is like the worst job in the world you put the first coat on and you know it goes on but like it's pretty shit you know you haven't really done a good job but a second application 20 or 30 minutes after being in the sun so after the first coat is dried will actually get you a better coverage now I know that you're not going to put it on and, you know, go off and then reapply. So I would put it on, let it dry for about 10 minutes, put another coat on, then put your makeup on. You know, this is if you're going to things like races or if you're going to be outside and you're going to have that exposure. You want to make sure that you are completely fully coated so nothing can get in. One of the biggest things is a lot of people use far too little. So the amount of sunscreen that's necessary, you know, to achieve is usually a teaspoon per limb. That's usually the rule of thumb, a teaspoon. So obviously, you know, you don't want to be skimping on the product. So a good, a good level teaspoon and obviously reapplying it every two hours. Now, you would obviously reapply, you know, if you're active, you know, sweating, toweling your face, you know, physical contact, might rub it off. Um, if it claims um, that it's, you know, four hours water resistant, still do it. Because 
you know, that's fine, but I just don't really believe in that, you know, reapplying. Now, if you're putting your liquid sunscreen on and you, then you're putting your makeup on and then you're going to work and doing whatever and then you're like, well, how in the goddamn hell am I supposed to reapply? Obviously, there are alternatives. So you would use a spray on sunscreen or I would really hope to God that you guys are using a mineral powder with SPF, so with zinc oxide in it, because that's another physical protector. So reapplying that to your face during the day is going to protect you again. Clearly, there are other things, you know, hats, you know, because they're so fashionable, you know, shade, clothing, staying indoors, you know, obviously at the highest UV periods. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you, I mean, for you girls that are working, guys and girls, sorry, that are working outside, you know, obviously between like midday and 1230, that's usually the highest UV. So, you know, <laughs> trying to stay out of that. Is lovely all right so what you need to know about the rays because a lot of people think that if they're only hopping and going from home to car car to work and then back home that you don't need to wear sunscreen or you only really need to wear sunscreen if you're going physically outside that is not right okay so I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown on what you need to know about them so remembering UVA A equals aging UVB, B equals burning. So we're going to go through UVA first. So important facts. So UVA, it's a higher wavelength, but it actually has lower energy levels, right? This is more penetrating than UVB, which means they actually affect cells in the skin. This can cause indirect damage to DNA. This can cause the skin to age prematurely, leading to visible effects such as fine lines, wrinkles, sunspots, loss of elasticity, and obviously skin cancers. So unlike UVB, they are not absorbed by the ozone layer. So UVA rays actually reach the ground. They actually can cause immediate tanning effects and sometimes burning. So remember that UVA is not out there to burn your skin. So the effects of UVA tend to appear right away. So UVA rays are the main types of light that we use in tanning beds, hence why they are now illegal. And the biggest thing, UVA penetrates windows clouds. So it comes through windows, reflection. So when you're driving in the car, you are getting smacked with UVA rays. That's why I'm trying to say to people, it doesn't matter if you're inside, if you're next to a window or if you work next to a window, there is UVA rays coming in and harming your skin. UVB, B, burning. So UVB have shorter wavelengths, but higher levels. So UVB rays damages your outermost layer of the skin. 
So these directly damage your DNA. So UVA indirectly damages your DNA where UVB damages the DNA. So UVB is actually the cause the cause of most skin cancers, but they can also contribute to premature aging, but because they're on the outermost layer, they are the they're more um, responsible for skin cancers. So these are partially absorbed by the ozone layer, but obviously the rays still get through. Overexposure to UVB, this is what leads to sunburn. So remember UVB burns. So usually the effects of UVBs are delayed. So you know when you're out in the sun and you're like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then you know like two hours later you're a red beetroot. That's UVB going, hey, hi, I'm here. So like tanning beds did have UVA and UVB. Um, they did. <laughs> you gotta love like people. They did have special UVB only tanning beds because obviously it's so much better. Um, and they kind of tried to pronounce those as safe to use, but still causes damage but that's why like you know there are no tanning beds anymore so uvb don't penetrate windows and they are more likely to be filtered by clouds do you all understand that so uvb it's not as harmful as uva uva comes through windows it can get you at any point this is why i'm saying sunscreen 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 this is why when people come to me and they're like you know i'm really worried about premature aging there's only one product you need for premature aging premature to stop the effects of aging sunscreen sunscreen if you put sunscreen on now in your 20s by the time you're in 40 50s you're gonna have amazing skin if you're in your 20s and 30s now and you're like oh my skin's amazing and I don't like sunscreen because you know it blocks my pores and all this bullshit you're not gonna look good when you're in your 50s sis all right bottom line just gonna tell you prevention is better than cure now I will talk about some products in a minute but I just kind of want to break it down so you've got UVA right so the skin cells that are affected are the inner cells on the top layer of the skin and also including the dermis so this actually penetrates from your epidermis which is your outermost layer right through to your dermis where all of those new cells are being made that will come up to the skin slowly so they're getting damaged the short-term effects is immediate tanning long-term effects obviously are premature aging fine lines wrinkles skin cancer so on and so forth so the source is obviously sunlight so the uvb this affects the outermost layers cells and remember this is a tanning delayed so it's going to be a delayed sunburn delayed blistering depends how long you're out in the sun for um, but it doesn't happen immediately that's what comes hours later and this is your main cause of skin cancers can kind of um, contribute to premature aging as well 
So when it comes to sunscreens, it's like, what one? All I get is, oh, I tried sunscreens and, you know, my, my skin breaks out. Now, what you need to remember with sunscreens is when they are formulated, they're usually formulated two different ways, okay? So for the body, you will actually feel it. That's going to be a physical sunscreen. So they're going to be thicker. They're going to have physical um reflectors in them so like your zinc oxide your titanium dioxide so they're actually you put them on the body and this the uva uvb will hit and they'll completely repel off okay that's why they're thick so those kind of sunscreens really if they're for the body they shouldn't go on the face a face sunscreen should say face because it's actually designed differently it isn't going to be as thick because if you're putting thick body sunscreen on your face yes you can definitely because if the emulsion's got um if it's cream and it's got oil in it do you know what I mean? if it's kind of got a little bit because obviously all sunscreens have you know, they're quite greasy you know putting that on your skin is probably not the best so when you're looking for a sunscreen you need to find one that is actually designed for the face only yes you need to buy two different sunscreens, one for the body and one for your face. And that should not be an excuse for you not to buy sunscreen. There are sunscreens out there that are designed for the face only, that are non-comedogenic, that will not actually sink into your pores to be reflective. So you will find that most of your face sunscreens will be a chemical sunscreen. Now, I don't want you to look at that and be like, oh my God, because that's what you want. You want it to be a lightweight. You want it to be non-comedogenic and you want it to actually, it will absorb and transfer it into low level heat, but you won't break out. You won't have any kind of white casting. You can wear it straight under makeup. It's designed for the face because the face and the body are two different things. So for the face, I've got a couple of brands that I love. So obviously, if you're a client of mine, you know that I use and absolutely love the We Are Feel Good uh, Good Morning SPF, which is obviously for a face, which is a broad spectrum UVA, UVB. There is no white casting. It goes on um, like a... It's, it's like a serum it's so lightweight and that's what it's designed for it can be put on people that have got you know acne skin inflammatory skin and they're not going to have any kind of reaction with it I absolutely love this I adore it I use it every single day there are also ones out there naked Sundays is really good um, their spray sunscreen to be honest I'm not a huge fan of their um their liquid sunscreen I just feel it's a bit thick for my face um and another one that I absolutely love is mother SPF they have got some ridiculously amazing sunscreens but there are so many out there as long as it's designed for the face that's what I would 100% recommend for you to use and alongside that you've got your liquid sunscreens 
pairing that with a mineral powder like i said mineral has your zinc dioxide and your titanium dioxide which is usually in your physical sunscreens but it's in a powder and if it's in a powder you can reapply that so that's actually reapplying your sunscreen so you're actually just reapplying that over daytime and you're helping to protect your skin further so if you're not using a mineral powder please do mineral powders are freaking amazing i use mine every single day and i absolutely love it i would never not be without a mineral powder some really good mineral powders or mineral like they've even got like liquids and all of that um is jane iridale they are ridiculously amazing lust minerals um Inica, is it Inica? Inica. They're good. Um, young blood. There's some good ones there that I would definitely use on my face. Um, I've used them before, so 100% I would use them all over again. So I just wanted to, if you haven't noticed, I'm super passionate about SPF. It's just that's all that is needed for premature aging to you know keep your skin health there that's that's number one thing you know you can go out and buy all these products all these actives all this stuff it's going to do nothing it is going to do absolutely nothing you're going to waste your money on product you're going to waste your money on treatments if you want proper anti-aging not anti-aging premature aging you know to stop that sunscreen that's it there is nothing else out there that is going to help you with premature aging sunscreen is the only thing that is going to protect your skin from damage so that your future self can actually thank your past self that you looked after your skin people laugh all the time when i say i wear sunscreen every day oh but you don't leave your room Mm -hmm. i have two huge doors like glass doors and the sun will just come straight through there well sun uva will come straight through there i am not aging for no one i wear sunscreen religiously every day without fail even if i'm not working it's the first thing that goes on my face when i get up in the morning i just there is no way that i would risk it and when i say sunscreen i mean full face please take it down your neck and decolletage don't just stop at your jawline please take it all the way down put it on the tops of your hands for when you're driving no one wants old lady wrinkly pigmented sunspot hands when we're older you want to still keep them as youthful as you possibly can please please wear sunscreen I think I've made my point. So on that note, I'm going to leave it and I'll uh, speak to you all soon. Bye.